In honor of Women's History Month, we're going to be spotlighting the women of our companies, O'Neill and Associates and Seven Letter. I'm joined today by the next generation of leaders and members of the O'Neill and Associates and Seven Letter team, Catherine O'Brien, Sophia Novoa, Jameson O'Neill, and Veronica Giarla. The office environment, the workforce, landscape are constantly changing. It's different than it was when I even started 15-ish years ago. And obviously the last year has changed everything drastically. We still don't know the long-term effects of the COVID pandemic on how we all work. But you are fairly new to the workforce. So what do you see as challenges and opportunities in your roles and where you currently are in your careers? Um, I'm Jameson O'Neill. I work on the GR um, side of O'Neill and Associates. And I used to actually be on the PR side starting out. And approximately a year ago, I got um, transitioned to the GR position. And I think for me, the biggest thing that I've seen this year, especially with starting a new role, is that I really only had two weeks to kind of get my feet on the ground in an in-person environment. Um, And then I was remote learning on the go in a whole different kind of environment. Um, The state house, which we do a lot of work with, was in a whole different environment as well. And I think that was something I haven't quite learned what it's like in a normal kind of sense of a regular year. Um, And so I think that was something that was huge for me this year, especially was that it wasn't all the same. It's totally different. And anything I learned this year will help me going forward, but I still have to kind of relearn it all in, in a sense. When like everyone goes back. When everyone goes, yeah. And when the state house is back in session, like back, it's obviously in session now, but when it's back in person um, and that kind of whole ball game. I'm glad you said that Jameson, because well, I'm Veronica, um, because I actually started two weeks before the pandemic exploded and it was pretty much the same type of experience for me where you know I was in a new job in person for two weeks and then all of a sudden it was completely remote and everyone had to adjust and figure out you know how are we going to keep being productive how are we going to adjust to this new online platform so it was definitely daunting and I feel like now that we're a year into it um I feel that a lot of industries and companies are starting to rethink the way that they're going to um, carry out their regular business. Yeah, I agree with that. I had also a similar experience in which I started um, like full time in the middle of the pandemic. So in like June. Um, and I think it has been a learning curve for everyone, like every industry, but also for us to, you know, adapt and be more dependent on technology. Um, I'm Catherine O'Brien. My situation's a little different. I've been at with O'Neill slash Seven Letter for two years. So when the pandemic started, I had a year under my belt in the office working amongst my colleagues. So it definitely was a little easier um, having like a relationship with a lot of people I work with and being able to call them while working from home um, on the podcast front, that was really challenging and kind of difficult because that's something you really would rather do in person. Uh, Obviously we were able to figure a way around it and a year later we're still able to do it, but it's been 
it's been good and bad days with working from home. You know, sometimes you just wish you could walk down the hallway and just kind of pop it and just say, let's clarify this in person, but we make it work. Down at the water cooler. <laughs> yes. Um, I do think, though, that for younger people, and I, I would put myself in this category, um, that the adaptation was easier on the technology front and understanding what opportunities and abilities are like are available to you working remotely. I think for people who have been working only in an office for a long time, um, probably found it more difficult to convert to a, a remote setting. Um, so for that, I think that that is probably an opportunity for all of you. Also in how we are on the PR side of things and in the GR side of things, actually, you know, events had to go virtual. Um, people had to get creative. We had to make videos. We had to use podcasting platforms and really just back into our work from a different place. And the technology and the understanding that you all innately have because you've grown up in a, a world where that's just second nature to you, I would think has served you better than others. Do you feel like that's accurate? I think it's because we're um, digital natives and it's just the landscape that we're most comfortable with and being able to navigate digital platforms definitely I feel comes easily for us. Um, I know that transitioning to Zoom and Teams, I think it was a learning curve for everyone. Um, on my experience, I know that like I grew up with Skype, so it wasn't a completely different type of situation doing video calls and video meetings and scheduling those, but it was definitely unique trying to um, learn how to do Zoom webinars for clients and for um, internal events, trying to navigate that and just getting used to, you know, what the new normal will be. That was definitely um, an interesting challenge, but I feel that it's only been beneficial. I think also pre, pre-pandemic, and I don't know if either of you guys had the same experience, in college, some of my classes were, you know, online classes or a hybrid model at school just regularly, whether it was, you know, our professor wasn't feeling well and decided to bring us remote or if it was a completely online class and you had to have these like round table discussions. Um, so I think, I, I mean, I just felt like I've always had experience in that, like being able to manage both being in person and the digital world kind of all in one um, from a working standpoint in a sense. So I think that was um, something that was beneficial just just to have where you you learned all these platforms. Like I, I was on Zoom in college, I, we used uh, Google Teams and stuff like that. So it was really beneficial, I think, especially for the people who hadn't done that, for them to rely on some of these younger people in the office to ask for help and be like, can you help me show me how to do this and that, um, where the learning curve just isn't as quick and not that that's, it's just, they're not as well-versed in it. So each of you came to O'Neill and Associates Seven Letter and your jobs um, from various pathways, we'll say. Um, can you each give a quick snippet just so people kind of can understand? I think it's always helpful um, for people, particularly as 
you know, if anyone's listening and they're getting ready to leave college or entering the workforce, that it is not always a straight line uh, to your to your job or whatever it is, and just talk a little bit about how it is you came here. Um, I graduated from college in 2018 with a degree in media studies, journalism, and digital arts. Um, and that summer, I just spent waitressing. I wasn't really looking for the nine to five, uh, so to say, right away. When the fall rolled around, um, that's when I really kind of buckled down. And it's it, it's like tiring and exhausting applying to jobs. Um, I was doing an internship for a real estate company while applying for full-time jobs. Um, so when I started applying in September, I got my offer from O'Neill and Associates in January. I had applied in December, and then I started in February. And I've been there ever since. February 2019 was when I started. I had a similar, um, oh, I had a similar um, situation where I graduated in 2018. Um, I went to school out in Chicago, and I did an internship out there, thinking I was going to stay in Chicago. Um, and then I decided, you know, I love Chicago, but I really wanted to come back to Boston. And I came back to Boston, and I felt that the job market was extremely hard to break into. There wasn't a lot of companies hiring at the time when I was looking. Um, I did some coaching on the side for lacrosse and I stumbled upon O'Neill and Associates through a family connection. And I applied in uh, like beginning of August and of 2019 and accepted my offer in um, September of 2019 and um, I started out on the operations PR side of the company, the role Veronica's in right now. Um, and then there was an opening in the GR team. And that when I moved up to GR, um, Veronica filled in for me. So that was that kind of weird. We both had that two weeks. It was very similar in the pre or right before the pandemic started. <laughs> and Catherine introduced, like, started in my role too. And she like showed me the ropes. And I think mm -hmm. that's, that's actually something really cool about starting at O'Neill is we kind of move through a similar track and you have people that are still in the company that are, were in your role. They know the ins and the outs of it. They'll show you, you know, what you need to know, what you don't need to know, what's important, what's not important. And I think that's, you know, even if you are struggling four months later and you can always phone up to someone and ask for some help. Yeah, um, I graduated from college in 2019 with media and communications and marketing. Um, that summer was a tough one trying to land a job. I was going on interviews that entire summer up until the fall when I got an opportunity to, to be a podcast producer slash social media assistant. Um, and it was for a hospice and palliative care organization. So that was a very unique experience. Um, I, I knew that I wasn't going to stay there very long, so I started to look for a more traditional, you know, office position, and I went on my old um, college job board site, and I saw the opening for O'Neill & Associates, and I was just like, you know, why not? We'll see what happens, and then I got the um, operations and PR position, and then we went remote, and then um, in the summer, I ended up becoming PR slash marketing and then assisting with um, 
design and podcasting and pretty much everything else under the sun. So it's been a wild ride. Yeah, um, I think mine was a little different. Uh, This is Sophia, and I started out as an intern in 2019, fall of 2019, was it 2020? I'm not sure. 2019. 2019. And um, I entered for a semester, and then I actually also saw a job posting on my college job board, and I decided to reach back out, and I ended up getting hired part-time, and then I graduated in May, and then I started full-time right after. Um, in the middle of the pandemic. In the, in the middle of the <laughs> pandemic, yes, correct. <laughs> um, and what I think is interesting, actually, and in knowing most of your stories, too, and how you came, is that um, what's good for people to, to think about as they are entering the workforce is sometimes you take a job, right? Like, sometimes you take a job because you need a job. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, sometimes you have to pay the bills. So, but also the opportunities that come from that. Um, you know, Catherine applied for a job, um, did not get the job she applied for, got a different job and then moved into that job. Like it was, you know, sometimes you have to back into things. And I think that's always, I think we all idealize this image of like, I'm going to get out, I'm going to start this great position. And sometimes it's like, find a company that you want to work for, find an industry you want to be in and go that way. Um, and that's there's nothing wrong with that and you learn you learn something no matter what you do um whether it's at a front desk or you know I worked at a law firm um like supporting nurses when I first graduated from college and I mean I had nothing to do with what I wanted to do in life but I thought I wanted to go to law school so I figured out that I didn't by being there so sometimes you figure out what you don't like too um but with that in mind I'm going to combine a, a question but what advice do you think you would all give your younger selves? And second part of that is what advice do you have for other young women in these industries or just starting out working in any industry? I think um, I am very much of a planner. And if I've learned anything in the past year is that, I mean, it's good to plan, but you never know what's going to happen. Um, so just to be a little bit more open-minded and just take things a little bit at a time. Um, I would just tell, tell myself like, it'll, it's going to be okay. Like applying for jobs and you get rejection after rejection that can just like do a lot to yourself. So I think I would just tell myself, you'll be okay. You'll find a job and just, just speak up when you have that job. You know, if you have any questions, I found like it's better to ask questions before you start a project than halfway through and realize you're kind of doing something wrong or not the way that it was asked to do. So just don't be afraid to speak up. Yeah, I, I completely agree with, um, you know, don't don't be too hard on yourself, especially if you just graduated from college and, you know, the job application process, it, it is a tough one. And I feel that not enough people express that. And, um, you know, know your worth know your skills don't don't be too hard on yourself um and definitely when you land a position network as much as you can within that 
that agency, that firm, because those are your peers, those are your colleagues, and you know they they can become really awesome mentors. I think also I would say is try a lot of different things. You know, there there is a lot of opportunities out there for internships when you're trying to figure out. Um, what you want to do. And it's okay to not know what you want to do. And the more things you can try, the more experiences you get, your network gets a lot bigger. And I think that usually lands you probably in like the sweet spot of where the direction of where you want to go and, you know, the opportunities that then are in that line of growth. I don't think, you know, any job you have is the end all to be all. I think everyone's position changes and grows over time. And so I think just being able to adapt and try things out will only help you in the long term. Any last thoughts before we wrap up, ladies? I think just the big takeaway is, you know, we're all young women working and I think O'Neill has a really great supportive female industry side of it, but I think any any support to help all, all women in the workforce, you know, be open to talking to people about what you do, be open to willing to introduce people to your network and, you know, su- support each other. I think that's a really big takeaway. Agreed. Everyone's nodding in agreement, but, but people listening can't see you all nod. <laughs> Left me out to dry, guys. Well, Catherine, Sophia, Jameson, and Veronica, thank you very much for um, kicking off our Women's History Month series. And um, yeah, enjoy the day.